0: This is Umami Conversations. Conversations to feed your soul. Thank you for leaving a review on Apple and Spotify and rating us. Enjoy this episode. Blessing.
1: This subject really hit home, yeah. Um, Because I am going at it right now. It's not my first burnout. I've had burnouts in the past. I'm not proud of it. I thought I knew better, (laughs) you know, to stop stop it when you, you recognize the signs. But again, I just didn't know how to stop which is weird they wouldn't
0: even know how to recognize it if it's mental health that's
1: what i'm saying is it something that we don't recognize because it's not part of our culture or do we we don't recognize because maybe we were we were surrounded by so much love and so much community that we didn't really like
0: i feel like both
1: right i feel like both I remember when like going to that and saying that i wanted to do communication i wanted to go in communication oh my god it kind of it crushed it like then, then and like it crashed it right then it was like you're not doing that that Just triggers da, 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 da.
0: that triggers you
1: and, and i got stuck for, for yeah. most of my life i got oh, stuck yeah. yep. not knowing what i wanted
0: I'm sure that there are so many people out there probably going through the same and very similar experience as you are. Absolutely! How do we Hey y'all, on today's episode, we have Fedora Kalanda, a dynamic young woman, wife and mother of two beautiful young girls, born to a family of seven children in Kinshasa in the Democratic Republic of Congo. She immigrated to Canada in 2003. Over the years, she has cultivated a cultural, artistic, and intellectual curiosity. She is eclectic. She loves music, art, fashion, literature, and sometimes devotes herself to painting. She also enjoys random encounters and conversations, which lead to philosophical and even political debate sometimes. The following quote from Galileo represents her approach to life. I have never met a man so ignorant that he had nothing to teach me. This is Navigating Mental Health as an African Diasporan with Fedora Kalanda. Blessing. Fedora. Fedora. Fedora.
1: (laughs) Hey, mama.
0: (laughs) My beautiful Fedora. Thank you so much for showing up today. Um, Fedora and I actually had a conversation my first season. Our conversation was one of the most listened to conversations on Umami Conversation for season one. Let me go and actually find the episode i'll talk about the episode number later so that some of you that are tuning in could um go, go and listen to it yeah but it was definitely like one of the most listened to for that season yeah. so we're here again and um just before we started recording um Fido was going in already deep and i was like girlfriend <laughs> hold on let's just start this thing okay <laughs> let me like let's just dive in like let's let's go let's yeah. go so Fido, uh you know since 2020 one of the big subjects that we've been hearing a lot about is mental health. I think the pandemic, one of the things the pandemic did do is helped us to um, one, have more awareness and mm-hmm. then two, it added to many people's mental health was, was like increased or amplified. I would, I would use yeah. um, in, in a lot of people's lives and, you know, yeah, I think I had, I was actually like slowly exiting my my little breakdown that I had in 2020, but today we're here 2022 talking about mental health, and you're actually experiencing a real life situation. Yeah. When it comes to that subject, so you were telling me you got promoted.
1: So, but but uh, just to go back to what you were saying, I feel also like the um, pandemic either amplified the the issue you know especially mm-hmm. for people who lived alone and stuff mm-hmm. but it also created a like a, a bigger conversation on like yes. you know the work-life balance you know yes. it became, like i know like especially in the union environment it was already a topic that you know leaders had been talking about talking about discussing and trying to find ways to you know increase the the awareness around it you know with the employers Mm. and stuff like that so but I feel like with pandemics, it's like it came right on our faces and we had to Mm -hmm. deal with it, right? Mm -hmm. It was not just like a subject that that was cool to talk about. And we really had Mm -hmm. to like as an employers, employees, we had to face it. It's like where do we draw the line? Because the very few I I remember the first few months of the pandemic, I was really relieved. I was Mm -hmm. happy. Like although Mm -hmm. you know with all the chaos, not knowing what the virus was all about, Mm -hmm. we were stressed out. But I was Mm -hmm. also really just grateful to be paused. <laughs> like for me, it was like such a big. Like I remember one of, me, me and one of my girlfriends just laughing about it. It's like because prior to that, we were complaining about mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. way we were going at it, you know, mm-hmm. and just the pace. And then you know, being a mom, a working mom, mm-hmm. it's like you have to drop the kids, At take care and school, and then you have mm-hmm. to come back. And then you, like I, I often see this m- meme that says, "As women, we are expected to work as though we don't have families." Mm. Um, we are expected to tend to our families as though we don't have jobs. I don't know if you've mm-hmm. seen that quote, like mm-hmm. I see that and mm-hmm. it hits home every time because it's really truth. It's like your employer like acknowledges that you have a family and all that. You know, I, I'm I'm fortunate enough not to have to work weekends and you yeah. know, I, I work in an environment where like it's really big on, you know, not um, you know, having your job not like expanding too much to onto your personal life. Right. But it's just it's also insidious. Like it's one of those it's a you're not like y- you have these rules and, and these things that are put like safeguards, the garde fou.
0: Safeguards. Mm-hmm.
1: But also at the same time you're expected to perform in a way that yeah. you know, it's like, yeah, I can't work weekends, but I do kind of feel like I have to work weekends sometimes. Exactly. I know sometimes it feels like, yeah, but you know, if you organize yourself, you shouldn't, but no, some days Mm -hmm. you just can't, right? Mm -hmm. Because when five hits, you have to run home to go take Mm -hmm. care of your kids and you have Mm -hmm. homeworks and then you're also tired and you you have to sleep and then you have Mm -hmm. to prepare for the next day. So it's one of those. And then you hear, here we are weekends. You're like, oh, let me just go and finish that report. Or let me just go and (laughs) see if I can just, you know catch up to my emails because i was so busy mm-hmm. this week with all these meetings and i couldn't do it and i feel like when the pandemics and when we were sent home in march 2020 it was just like a big pause and then you know yes. every everything kind of just slowed down it was just like a universal take a deep pause pause, yes. pause right yes. i remember reading Breathe. reports of you know um uh, w- water being clearer in some parts of the world yes. you know yes. uh the, the, air. The, the air being cleaner yes yeah. So it was just like a big pause like that, and it, it felt good at the same time as like as we were also just being anxious like collectively about you know mm-hmm. uh, global health and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I personally, I also felt like it was just a sign to just stay still, which I hadn't been able to do, and just and also just being grateful to do that with my family. It's your family and just get to enjoy my kids because I felt yes. like I was, I was like summer came and then you had to send the kids to the camps and then you had yeah. well, maybe one or two weeks with the kids where we actually got to do things. But then again, you would do those things, just having your work in the back of your mind, mm. you know, and all these things like birthday parties and all that. Like, it's all fun yeah. stuff, but it's also a lot of planning. Yes. I feel like my my life was just like a big ball of planning and the next, mm-hmm. looking forward to the next event. Like you couldn't mm-hmm. leave in the moment. Like wholeheartedly, mm. like you just you're here, but you're also thinking of the next move. Oh, c'est la rentrée. Oh, like back to school. Mm. Oh, and then this and then this. oh, it's Christmas, and then it's this. Oh, my God, it never stopped, right? But then you're always came. on the go, always on the all the time. Now. So when the pandemic hit, that was a big pause. But then again, it became prolonged, right? So we're supposed to go mm. back. Like a month after, and it became no uh-huh. two months, and then it became three months.
0: Three months. And then
1: those who were living alone certain feel it a little bit more, right? Yeah. And then, even for us who felt the pause at some point, our work became more regular. We were clear that, okay, this is going to be our new life uh we started having like our equipment sent home you start mm-hmm. like you know I, I remember work like at the very beginning of pandemic I was working in my in my bedroom like in living room anywhere right because mm-hmm. it wasn't we were just kind of doing things because we thought that we were going back to work the next week or so. Yeah. Then it became because
0: nobody really knew what was going going on. on, So we were just kind of like, oh yeah, we're just gonna
1: We were just like in a survival Mm -hmm. kind of mode. And then it became more apparent that, oh no, no, this is our this this is going to be our new normal for the next Mm -hmm. little while. Mm -hmm. And so we started to sell into our new normal and which our new normal became working from home. And with that came another challenge have Mm -hmm. the divide between work and home. Yeah have that work-life balance. It felt good to work from home, but sometimes you just just didn't know where to draw the line sometimes, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. It's like I got emails sometimes at night, and I was like, oh, because I'm working from home anyways. Why not? Why not? And then during the day sometimes, because we also had school with the kids, so you had to stop your job and go to... So it was just a big old mess. And that certainly Mm -hmm. created a different sort of challenge, right? Mm -hmm. But we let it slide, you know. I was always comforted by the idea of having my babies around, not being in traffic for me. was a big, yes, big, big, big deal. Yes. It was a big win for me. <laughs> like, I'm not stuck in traffic. I'm not going to complain I'm too good
0: bad. with, I'm with that. Too Ew, like, I'm going to take I, that.
1: And I had a good boss at the time. I had, like, an amazing, 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 amazing boss who was always, you know, he understood that he worked with people. And we were not just workers. And it was just not the jobs. Like we had lives and he understood that part. Mm-hmm. You know, we came with all our baggages and he loved us for that, you know, and respected that. So it was really mm-hmm. a big, big, big plus for me. So as we were going and evolving in this new environment, new challenges starting arising rising and, you know, um, people decided like people were also going at it, right? Like I said, the people were left alone,
0: mm-hmm. the,
1: a lot of people quit their jobs. So mm-hmm. we started having less and less, you know, like our like, stuff, like we started, we started redu- reducing. reducing exactly. And then we started feeling it a little bit more. And so people changing uh, optics, you know, having hmm. revelations, you know, they decided that mm-hmm. like, this is not what they wanted anymore. Mm-hmm. There was a little bit of a shift that was happening in the. A little
0: shift, girlfriend was a a big big ass shift. shift. Yes,
1: a big shift. Yes,
0: it was a really big shift. So
1: we all felt the aftermath of it, right? So we all felt the aftershock of 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 the grand resignation. It also, Mm -hmm. like I know it's probably more in the states, but I also feel like we've Mm -hmm. had this here too. Yeah, yeah. So I've I've had personal. I had people around me who decided to quick and change and go about their business and go have their new businesses or go back mm-hmm. to school. And it was sometimes mm-hmm. unexpected and sometimes we saw it coming. Yeah. So that affected all of us, right? Yeah. That affected people, that affected our colleagues, that affected our environment. And because of the the the, the small shift that started to happen, our environment started changing too. Yeah. And for me personally, I felt it this year where, uh, well, I started feeling it a little bit like over a year ago when, you know, my 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 boss whom I loved very, very much moved to Europe. <laughs> I, mm. I don't know if you ever listen to our podcast, but <laughs> that changed a lot. Um, mm. I, I was kind of... I was kind of not prepared maybe um, mm-hmm. in terms of my personal, like I felt like I was just going, you know, you know, just yeah. not really thinking I had an idea of what I wanted to do. Obviously we all have short terms and long-term. I think my, I had more of a long-term goal than I had of a short term. Like, you know, what are you going to do in the next six months to get to where mm-hmm. you want to go in, mm-hmm. in your long-term plan? Mm-hmm. So I was a bit caught off guard when that happened. And so I was like more in a react uh, reaction mode or reacting mode, whatever. And long story short, I decided to change jobs. Like I had an opportunity within our organization, your organization, took it. Okay. Took it um, and that's where like the big shift for me started. Sorry, I'm not yeah. going to go too much into details just mm-hmm. yet, but it's work. It, that's it's yes. It, it's, yeah. <laughs> but that's Good when personal. the shift started to happen. And I realized that maybe I was not ready for such a big change all at once. Mm. Um, maybe, you know, it, it was just a lot of question. And maybe I needed to take a moment <laughs> to process myself. all the changes before mm. jumping in. Because as you know, I also have young kids. I got exactly. two children are still in school. And yes. it's very demanding. Although, you know, I you know, you think that your kids are growing, so you're going to have less of the day-to-day, you know, mm-hmm. um, follow-ups to do, but that's not mm-hmm. true. They're very, they're still very young. They're still at that age where, yeah. and I feel like as they grow, it's just going to be the same, but in maybe different intensity or different, right. you know, sort of, you know, uh, needs. And, and mm-hmm. so it never really goes away. As a mom, you, mm-hmm. you are a mom forever, <laughs> you know? Yes. So, so <laughs> that's something
0: I'm definitely learning. Exactly.
1: Yeah. So, you know, you because when they're forever. babies, you're like, oh my God, when they're going to be one, it's going to be different. Gonna, I'm finally exactly. going to be able to sleep in. Well, maybe not. Mm-mm. Right? And Mm-mm. then they get to an age where they start doing sports and then you, you're gone all the time, right? Yeah. Because they're doing activities. Yeah. Um, so it's just a, everything, like every stage is different. But right now I realize that maybe I took on something that was not allowing me to be, because I love being a mom. I, I think mm-hmm. I said that a lot. Mm-hmm. And it's I, I certainly like, paining me to see that I was maybe getting mm-hmm. into something that would not allow me to be good or the to best, be the best the best, best
0: mom version the best mom version
1: exactly that of, you know I know I can be you
0: exactly, can be. exactly. Yeah. like first and foremost what led you to um want that change
1: that's what i'm there saying there
0: must have I, been something
1: I, the that for me, yeah the trigger for me was when i saw a bus go to the bus leaving. Yeah, leaving. Yeah. I I I saw that for me was oh maybe it's also a time for me to change. Mm-hmm. But I, mind you, I didn't change right away. Like he had moved on, he left last year, like in 2021. Or 2020 mm-hmm. was it twenty twenty? Yeah, summer twenty twenty one. That's when he decided to leave.
0: Mm-hmm. And he told
1: me that maybe in the spring last year. So I took it on. It was scary, it was you know scary because I knew my environment was about to change and, mm-hmm. um, cause I also knew the privilege that we had to work with such an amazing person. Right? right. So we knew that we didn't, we never took it for granted and I got a bit scared. I'm not going to, cause you know, change is scary. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm like, Ooh, who's the new person? Ooh, like what's the new boss going to be like? Um, you know, you, you, have all these questions coming in and, but still, you know, I, 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 I decided to stick um, through and live through the change and mm-hmm. be there for my team. Cause the rest of the team was amazing too. You know, it was just right. a bunch of people that I, I, I came to love working with. I really, really enjoyed working with, with, with my, my people. Right. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, I stuck through it, but then again, I was also, you know, that idea had already been put in my mind that maybe this is the, time for the you, time
0: for you to like
1: to change yeah there's a to shift take
0: a here. leap of faith
1: <laughs> exactly there's a shift happening i'd been doing what i had been doing for six years i didn't see it changing any further um mm. so i was like maybe it's time for me to move on to bigger things the kids the kids are growing uh, mm-hmm. i have, probably have more space now or more freedom a little bit more to mm-hmm. do certain things so why not? And this opportunity came on and I was like, oof, yes, yes, yes. And it was also more Bezos, right? So I was like, yeah, why not? More
0: Bezos. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, you know what?
1: Let's so it's
0: like the rat race, business. right? So exactly. it, it seems as if like this, the system that we're living in right now or this world that we're living in, one of the things it seems as it if seems. Um, a lot of us are running after the dollar.
1: You know, and for me, it was the, it was obviously the dollar. But you know, in Canada, you can't really be yeah, yeah, yeah about the dollar because as as you are increasing the dollars, the tax fear
0: sadly it's so is annoying.
1: You, right, <laughs> so you don't really feel it. So I, I I wasn't really I wasn't really cheering for that. Although it was a good advancement, it was a good. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, it was more so, oh, I'm going to have more. Like, I'm going to go into- I could do new, more. Do more, right? Grow a little bit. You know, Grow I'm pushing 40. I want something different. I yeah. want uh, to change the trajectory of my career.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, you want to you wanna take on, like, new mm-hmm. challenges. And, and yeah. also just intellectually, for me, it's just more stimulating. And I saw that as a yeah. challenge. So I was really mm-hmm. interested, right, in that mm-hmm. sense. So- but maybe the change happened too fast. I don't know. You know, there was a lot of, you know, um, things to consider. And there was a lot of, uh, um, other factors that weighed factors. in on the way that I felt afterwards about it. Right. I, I made the move, but then I was like, oof, maybe the timing wasn't so great. Yeah. So I, um, dived in again. I, I, saw certain signs at the beginning and then I was a bit triggered in like because mm-hmm. I like I told you I had I had um a burnout in twenty fifteen when I was just pregnant with my my youngest. Mm-hmm. Um so I, I I started recognizing certain triggers, signs, right? It's the signs triggers. exactly and, mm-hmm. and and then I was like oof all right. But I was like this time is different because I know the organization. I know I've been here before it's not like I'm
0: it's brand new it's, it's, yeah, I'm in
1: new waters. No. I nice. was in an environment that I had been growing into, mm-hmm. so I'm like, okay, maybe it's just the fear of new things, right? Because mm-hmm. change can be scary, right? Mm-hmm. And such a big change can also be scarier. So I'm like, yeah. okay, well, just let me push through and see, you know, how far I can go, and you know, and it's it's also like that chip on your shoulder. You're like, yeah, I'm a smart chick, so <laughs> like, I, I could do feeling, this. I can do this. You know, why am I even scared? You know, <laughs> I was having that conversation internally but then mm. it was just more than just being scared of the change um, I was kind of really freezing <laughs> like, Wow! you know when you feel incapacitated you, you're yeah. in front of something you're in front of a problem you probably yeah. had like in different circumstances you would react and have yeah. a solution you'd and
0: have the solution in a minute
1: but in my case I was like in front of a problem and then I was like
0: you were frozen what nothing was coming through no, but even when nothing was coming through, you still push through. I still because, decided to push through because this is what this this is we're taught, right? Exactly. We're and we're this, taught this to push keep and keep pushing, and even just, when something is hurting. Exactly. Um, to be silent about it. Correct and, and suppress move. our
1: feelings our, we, at a very young age. I feel like, and then I see it even sometimes, even me as a mom, so that, that sometimes my you know, Africans say sometimes like mm-hmm. the kids crying, it's like, ash, ash. But
0: mm-hmm. no, mm-hmm. you
1: can't yeah. let them cry, let them cry. <laughs> but it ash for what? So that you can be comfortable, exactly. So they, need, they need to let that pain out, out. somehow, yeah. But because we've been taught to suppress our own feelings and like many, many times, sometimes emotions, you know, um, even, even, even sometimes I talk to my folks and, you know, you hear certain sentences or phrases come back and you're like, yeah, Mm -hmm. but that's not, that's, that's just repeating our cycle of traumas. Mm -hmm. I'm not Mm -hmm. an expert, but I see it now as a young lady, I see how these little things are in the little phrases I've conditioned mm-hmm. me to think that it was okay to be in certain situation in pain, even mm-hmm. the endurance of pain. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, to yes, life happens. Yes. We have to kind of be built in a way. Like, I feel like it's, it's both right. Sometimes um, I, I pride, like I take pride in being, um, and having that as a background because we don't fold easily. Right. Yeah. But I feel like when we fold, hmm. it's a breakdown. Hmm. Yeah,
0: because the reason why it's a breakdown is because we've literally used every, like, we've abused of our bodies. (laughs) We've abused of our spirits, of our souls. We've literally abused of every single inch, everything that is holding us up. We've just, like, said no to it. We shut it down. We shut it down. And I could give, like, a live example of something that happened to my mother Mm -hmm. a few years back. Like, she had a... Like, we didn't know. Like, I was still old enough. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, in an African home, like, they don't really tell you exactly what's, going what's really going on, yeah. you know. But my mom yeah. had, like, a breakdown, like, didn't a serious breakdown. Ended up in the hospital. We thought oh. she was going to, like... Oh she was gone (laughs) you know what i mean like the way that things were and she had to stay in the hospital for a while but now when i got older well a bit older Mm -hmm. um she didn't give me the details but from the story that she was telling me Mm -hmm. i realized that she had a mental a mental breakdown. breakdown And it broke her because she was going through a lot of emotional um, challenges and, you know, being a mother, being on the go. Like, I'm, am I now, I'm 38. Okay. When my mother was 38, she already had all of us, all of us three girls yeah. and she had other children that sadly they didn't come through. Mm-hmm. And homegirl was still working, still doing all of these things. Daddy was yeah. like in Ghana for a couple of years, right. but she was still on the go, always working and stuff. And last time I sat down with her and I'm like, how did you do it? Because I can't, I have yeah. one boy, I have a brand new baby boy. Okay. <laughs> and the way I'm just like, like, this is too much for me. I, I I can't deal with this. Like, I don't know how this yeah, is going feel, on.
1: But do you feel and, like we're being, we we are maybe a little, like, I don't like to use the word weaker, but for the lack of better words, do you, do you feel like we're maybe more baby than our older generation? Because I feel the same way too. You know, sometimes yeah. I complain about certain things and I'm like, damn, how did my mom
0: do it? You know what? I think, I think what it is, is that, see, all of, all of this, it's, it's, it's a generational thing, right? right When you go back home, when you're in Africa and you're raising your child, you're not the only person that's raising the child. You have the aunties and the uncles and the this and the that. There's people, there's always people around helping you raising the child. When we are here, first oh, and my. foremost, like, remember our parents grew up in that environment Mm -hmm. right they grew Mm -hmm. up in an environment where like they're always on the go they're always doing whatever that they need to do to bring food and Mm -hmm. money and things it's like it's it's in them Mm -hmm. so then they come into this land and they've learned that i gotta work like i don't have no choice i don't have anybody else out here that's gonna help me but me so that that mindset doubles. Yes. <laughs> you know, it's like the, that, that the thick usle, skin becomes again. like even thicker.
1: The pressure's getting worse.
0: <laughs> um, literally. Yes, like it, yes. it's really what it is, right? So they, yes. you know, they're, they're on the go and, and whatnot. That's and they're true. trying to like balance everything together. But on the real note, if you really sit down and you have a real conversation with some of these mothers, like a lot of them are struggling, are suffering. A lot of them are hurting, but I think one of the problems is that because mental health has not been something that um, is spoken about, they wouldn't even know how to recognize it if they it's mental health.
1: That's what I'm saying. Is it something that we don't recognize because it's not part of our culture, or do we don't I recognize so. because maybe we were we were surrounded by so much love and so much community that we didn't really like? I feel it's I'm, both. Right.
0: Okay. I feel it's both. Okay. I personally feel that like it's, it's both because yes, it is a cultural thing right? Um, because it's clear. Like, I mean, I think now it's a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Um, it's clear that we, we don't talk about mental health.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and then also so, secondly, obviously so community is big, I, right? Big. I have it's, a friend it's, who
1: it's, I called. I, I told him, I told them that, um, that I was taking some time off. But they're back home, right? And then the reaction was, "Oh, that's first world's problem," you know, because I, I, I told them that I was taking some time off for, like, you know, mental health. Mental health. It's like, oh, yeah, it's the first world problem. I was like, yeah. I laughed because you know I understand where they're coming from, but mm-hmm. yeah. but that's that's mm-hmm. basically how we react to it, you know. Even back home, it was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll be fine. Yeah,
0: but then but then Fedora, you know the, the the thing is that I personally think that um it is important to as a black woman, mm-hmm. it is very important for me to talk about, be about this mental health thing. My husband, on the other hand, he's he's a different breed like he was raised in in Ghana so mm-hmm. he has that mentality
1: mm-hmm.
0: where like for him it's like ah, this mental health thing is is the uh, what is what does he say oh my god i forgot what he used he says he says it's um there's this sentence he uses i can't remember it yeah. but for him he's just like i get it that some people go through things yes i understand but like i didn't grow up in that i didn't grow up with that like when something happens like you but deal also, with it you deal with it and you move on you move like on that's it I, you go i also feel
1: like maybe because also you know we're, we're talking about people who and me myself included i grew up back home too so i've seen real like i don't i don't like putting like grades or, you know, yeah. to people's, yeah. you know, uh, traumas, pain. pain, you know, there's no, uh, this is bigger, this is, but I've seen yeah. people really lacking even the basics. So yeah. they don't have time to think about how it affects their mental right their now. Mental they're just health. concerned about how they're going to pay their bills, how they're going to get to school, how they're going to, you know, they, yeah. how they're going to eat. It's yeah. a very, very primitive needs that are not even met. So for them, it's, it's so out of touch. Yeah. It's (laughs) out of touch to even think of mental health. What is that even? What is that? I mean, you know, so it's really not an issue. And maybe we have more time to think about because you realize that after I eat, after I pay my bills, I'm still not okay. So (laughs) there's more to just, yes. Right. Do you.
0: Do you not feel that, like I'm, 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 pro- maybe digressing a bit concerning this mental health thing, especially when in, in the Black community? First and foremost, I think community, community is 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 so important. Okay, mm-hmm. I think when we come here, we, we don't have trapped. that. We don't always yeah. have access to that. Um, sometimes the the community that we we build, you know, we we try, we try to build it, we try to like share and stuff, but we don't really have access access to it. We keep our our guards, like you know, everybody yeah. has like their guards on, yes. and y- y- you're never too sure. <laughs> you yes. know, it's like, oh, eh. please, I mean, please. I like Stacy, but. I I don't I'm I don't really it know. Trust I, don't her know like I trust yeah. her like that, yeah. you know? Yep, yep, and yep. We, we have all <laughs> of those things that hinders us. Um and another thing that I'm I'm slowly recognizing is also the pressure that we put on ourselves to look a certain way in front mm. of people.
1: I think that's one of the killer in our communities, don't you find?
0: Yeah, because I was listening to a podcast recently and um, I I forgot the lady's name, but she's one of, she she works for Facebook and um, I think it's the Steve Barrett podcast, Steven Steve something, sorry, can't remember his (laughs) name, but, and she has um, like a blood cancer Mm -hmm. that... Is not curable, and one of the questions that uh, was asked to her is that did you have to deal with any like mental health challenges yeah. through you know this whole procedure that you're going through this whole process you're going through? And she's like, no. And he's like, oh, okay, that's interesting. And the reason why she didn't have to deal with that was because she showed up and she told people what was going on with her. She did not have to go and hide and pretend like yeah, everything was, was okay. fine. She yeah. opened up instantly, so her work knows what's going on. Her family knows what's going on yeah. people know what's going on so yeah. that pressure already, already you're not going well and then you put another pressure on yourself to look a certain way to 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 seem like everything that's like Doubling down on your mental health, yes. like issues, you know what I mean? So I think that in order for the community or for us to really have some form of, uh I don't know if balance is the right word, but yeah, maybe balance mm-hmm. is to open up our mouth and speak. Open your mouth. There is no... There is no Ingo. situation oh my God,
1: yes.
0: that is too small. That is that th- there oh is none. God. You know, they fall. Sometimes we're just like, you know how you were talking about like the grades where there's, there's no pain that's, yeah, that's greater, you know, than, greater yeah. or anything. And it's true because I remember me. Hey, y'all. So here's the thing. As you might know. One of the major things that um we take seriously or I take seriously is this healing journey that a lot of us are on. And you might have heard also most of our guests talk about their experience with therapy and how it has played a major part in this healing journey. I'm just wondering, how about you? Have you been thinking about therapy, but you're just not sure of finding the right fit? Well, guess what? You need to not think anymore. Our sponsors, BetterHelp, is here to help you. You get the chance to fill in a short survey and be matched with a licensed therapist who's trained to listen and to help you in as little as 48 hours. And if after the first few meetups, you still don't feel aligned, you don't need to worry. You can just go ahead and choose another. Get a 10% discount off your first month at betterhelp.com com slash umami that's betterhelp.com slash umami click the link in the show notes below and join the three million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health when experienced better help therapist blessings i never knew that i had a mental health challenge like me i was just going through
1: life I i remember you and i used to talk about it and you're like ah, is that even true i remember like a few years back <laughs> and i looked at you and i was like ama I just went through it and you were like, okay. (laughs) And then we never like, let's
0: pray. (laughs) Let's pray. Like God is going to, do do you get it? Like I didn't know Mm. until recently I I went through something and I literally like zoned. Like when I say I zoned out, Mm. I was like an out of body experience. I didn't even know what was going on around me. Mm. And I went to seek for counseling concerning that. And, you know, they told me, well, this and this and this and this is the situation. And that's when I really saw that shit. So all of these things that I experienced when I was younger affected Mm. me till today i didn't know that i thought it was normal i thought it was normal that you're like physically abused as a child because we're disciplining you right i thought it was normal that like um you know boys will act a certain way with you i thought it was normal that i was scared yo listen you don't know when i sit down and like look at my My youth. I realized how much sometimes I was so scared to be around boys. Like I was so scared to be around boys, but I had to cover it up. You know, these are things that I had to like cover up, and I didn't understand why. And I had boys take advantage of me, and I had all of these, you know, situations Mm -hmm. that happened to me in my divorce and then my accident, and all of that stuff was eating me up, and I didn't even know.
1: Yeah, because you just go through it, and then you you go
0: through it, and then you you pray.
1: Yeah, and then they tell you you just bounce back. You know, it's gonna be fine. Yeah. <laughs> Everything yeah. is just, it's just, it's just supposed to just be fine. Just by, by design, you know, it's just going to be fine eventually. Yeah, it With is. No, and, and sadly,
0: not, not necessarily.
1: <laughs> no, exactly. And then I like the fact that you said something that also, it was a big revelation for me. Within this period of time, I remember sitting in the meeting and then I remember this time around, i like, trying to do a little bit different than I did the last time that I had the burnout. I addressed the issues that were eating me up with my, you know, um, management and stuff like that. And, and I addressed it. And for, like, fortunately for me, like I have like a group of people. And then like I said, I kind of work like for a union. So it's, 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 it's for me, it's, it's a, it's a plus because at least there's that you know, design that allows for these discussion to be taken seriously, Mm -hmm. you know, because Mm -hmm. that's what we advocating for our members. So Mm -hmm. that's, we should be about what we're, you know, so I've, I've had, you know, um, blending ears and like people would listen to my issue but even when I was expressing these things I don't feel like I was expressing it in the urgent manner that I was like it wasn't it didn't really it didn't match my energy inside you know mm-hmm. so you know when like you're trying to say something but you're really worried about how to address it so that it doesn't mm-hmm. hurt their feelings
0: Mm-hmm. but you're not
1: protecting yourself by doing Yourself.
0: It. You're hurting yourself really tr- instead. Yes.
1: I was really trying, you know, to be as open as I could. And then at one point something happened and, you know, I really had the choice. Like I realized afterward that I had the choice to say, no, I can't do this. But because I'm trained to just... Go with waves and just go on, like you know. Even even if I addressed, like the first time I addressed my uncom- like my discomfort about doing something, I'm like, oh, I don't think. But then again, I was a bit kind of like I reeled back in because I was like, yeah, but I agreed to this job, and, and this is one of those things that comes with it with a job, so I should just suck it up and do it. Mm-hmm. But my inner self was just telling me that, yeah, but that's not really what it is. You know what I'm saying? So. Mm-hmm. I remember now, like fast forward, talking to my boss, one one of my superiors, and they're like, no, but listen, we are ready. So they came up with a solution that I've been thinking of, but I just didn't know how to voice.
0: Look at that.
1: So they're like, yeah, we can even do this. Look at that. You know, if you're feeling the way you're saying that you feel, I think we should do this. And that wouldn't impede on your performance performance or, you know, or the way we see you or your value. This is what we're going to do. You know that I broke down when they say that I broke down because a it was a big relief that I didn't have to do it. And B, I was mad at myself for not advocating for myself. It had to come from them. That, that, that pissed me off, (laughs) you know, I was kind of mad at myself because I was like, damn, I feel like I was trying to tell them that, but I was not able to mutter that all that courage. To just be like blunt and be like blunt and tell them like this is what I want, this is what I need. Yeah, be more assertive, exactly, and just be like, this is what I need from you. And I was Mm -hmm. I was mad and I broke down because it came from them, which Mm -hmm. like I'm still grateful for it, right? But I was like, this is what I've been trying to tell you that I wasn't able to really say. And it brings me back to again. That mentality suppressing our feelings Mm. and being told, most many, many times, that our needs like. My friend, like I have one friend who also says that it's also because sometimes she, she she says that for her it was many many times not having our 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 feelings or our needs met as a child. Mm. For me, it was not even so much as the need. it was very much as the maybe the emotional support. My, my emotions support? didn't didn't matter. I wasn't yeah. seen like that. I, I, You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like, although I feel like my, my dad was very, he was a very loving father and very mm-hmm. attentive. But I feel like it's just a general cultural thing where it was mm-hmm. just like, okay, so we're listening to you, but we're not really listening to you. Mm-hmm. like we listen we heard mm-hmm. you but this is mm-hmm. what we're gonna do and it's completely mm-hmm. the opposite of what you were asking for mm-hmm. and this even when I like i was in high school finishing high school going to university i remember telling my dad at one point that this is what i wanted to do because me i finished like high school back home it was like you had like three major sections right we had mm-hmm. lit- literature and philosophy uh Sciences, so you had biology and, and and mathematics and physics, and you had another one that was called commercial. Mm-hmm. So it was actually four. So me, I went for the for literature and philosophy, and my dad was really against it when I was speaking that. That was like an he, he like what's what's it? I think we have to choose that equivalent in eighth grade. You have to mm-hmm. decide, you know, which branch you're right, gonna your you're point. gonna go in, or orientation. And I remember picking that and that was not really like he couldn't really say no because mm-hmm. he himself was a man of literature. Yeah. Like he yeah. loved books, yeah. he's a journalist and did all of that. But yeah. he didn't see any value maybe after, like in sense of the environment back home. Like he was right. thinking of more long term in terms of Jobs and stuff And it was like Yeah That wouldn't really Give you What I think You should be you getting
0: should, Or you deserve. you deserve What he thinks That you yeah. deserve
1: Like he, he always saw Like a big potential In me But like For me to go And pick that For him Was that like, a little bit Of a disappointment He didn't say it like that But I felt like it was Because mm-hmm. Every time that I Trying to progress In that direction He always Kind of dismissed it mm-hmm. You know Again we go Like And I remember Like he was so Adamant That I was it was convinced that I was done for like being an engineer. Like he, he he always called me engineer like like you know our, our, you know you know you you're laughing because you know how it goes. Right? My engineer. Uh-huh. Is that how you say it in French. <laughs> like engineer. Yeah. engineer. My engineer. Yeah, engineer. Or bien doctor. Like for him, I was you know supposed to be a scientist. Ah, la doctor de la famille. I was supposed to be a scientist. Like so, he saw this little girl of his, being great and having all this potential, but then I went and picked something that he deemed to be too easy for me. But that was what I wanted. Mm-hmm. I just needed them to be okay with the, and trust my passion and trust that I knew intrinsically what I needed for myself. Because we know, although, you know, most of the time they'll be like, yeah, but you're a child. You don't really know, but we do know though. Mm-hmm. We do know. And for me, I think it really started there. And and then I, I won't tell the story here, but it just went from there, you know, picking my university f- further down and, and, sending me abroad but I was really supposed to do something else and it was just like picking everything and completely dismissing what I really mm-hmm. really wanted and I remember at one point I told him i was like yeah I wanna and people tell me all the time that I am a great listener I should have been a journalist but at one point I remember telling my dad I'm like yeah he's a journalist you know by, by you know he went to school and stuff it, although he never he really ended up being a journalist late in his life but it was more so like just a Fun thing to do, he didn't get mm. paid for that. Mm. His real life was more PR GR type of thing. And but I remember when like going to that and saying that I wanted to do communication, I wanted to go in communication. Oh my god, it he kind of he crushed it. Like th- then and like he crushed it right wow. then. It was like you're not doing that. That this triggers
0: why, that triggers you, and
1: and I got stuck. For the for most of my life, I was stuck, not knowing what I wanted to do. I was complete. I feel like I still kind (laughs) of am, but I was stuck. Mm. I don't blame him because he thought it was the. Eventually, he got out of all of seven of us. He got all the engineers Mm. that he could imagine. All my brothers are engineers. (laughs) (laughs) We have at least four or five engineers in the house. One who's like a biotech PhD. You know I'm still going to school and Still doing research and stuff So he had all these sciences people that he's always wanted But mm. I was just not one of those Right? I was just not one. I was just not one.
0: It's not too late though. I don't yeah. think it's too late. Yeah. I think you you thrive so much in, in, in communication or journalism. I I do.
1: I do tend to like I am always fascinated. Maybe not as conventional ones, I don't think anymore, but I mm-hmm. feel like somehow, some like I'm always I gravitate towards that. Even mm-hmm. even when I look for a job and I try to stay in that kind of area, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. Again, maybe less the conventional, you know, um, communication, journalism and stuff, but more so just like some sort of, you know, being interaction with people and t- yeah. talking. Like, this major comment that I get from my husband is like, oh, you can't talk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like uh oops yeah. sorry you know
0: Yeah 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 So yeah. you
1: see what I'm saying where it starts from there where you're being told that yeah <sighs> What you really want and your feelings. It's it's not important. It's not This is what we're going to do for you, right? And so you carry that on. Yes, you carry that on. And then you have this major thing going on in your head where you're like, I can't do this. I know I recognize all the sign internally. I can't do this. But you're even afraid to kind of like bring it up because you feel like, yeah, it doesn't really matter. You really signed a contract that says that you should be able to do all these things. So whatever you're feeling is really non-valid.
0: Wow. Betrayal
1: self and betrayal if, yeah self and, if, and i feel like it's one of those if they fire you you won't even know how to advocate for yourself because you really believe that they're right matter. it doesn't matter
0: you, you don't f- matter
1: exactly all your your signals or you know your internal alarms are going off Because I'm telling you, I was like, like things that I'm supposed to do. I was just able to respond to emails and do the very basic stuff. Any things that required more complexity or, you know, thought processes, I was stuck. I couldn't do it. I knew it was really bad, like that, because I, I I was getting there. And then, like, I would wake up in the morning. You're like freeze in bed for like Mm. twenty to thirty minutes Mm. because I just didn't wanna go and face my my inbox or my day.
0: I'm sure that there are so many people out there probably going through the same and oh. very similar experience uh, as you are. Absolutely. How do we move forward from this? Because there has to be yes. I get it that, you know, we we go through these um these times, these emotions, we go through things. And I feel like sometimes God or the universe or whatever we want, we, you know, whoever calls it, there's things that will come back up just to see, are you going to advocate for yourself this time around? Yeah. And it seems like it's going to keep coming up until one day, hopefully not too late. Yes.
1: You're like, okay, if it's I'm too late, yes, it's, it's always very violent when it comes too late. And and, know, and you're, that's you're, the
0: thing. How do we cornered. prevent it yeah. for it to be too late? Because, you know, just kind of going back to the pandemic, listen, there, there was, I don't know if you remember, but there was a lot of um, so African sad. and Caribbean people, African Caribbean taking their lives. Yes. There was a lot of, I think I, I read a story about this man and his children, like,
1: we. Oui. Desi- I don't I know. It yeah, in, in
0: in 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 yeah. in Quebec and yeah. Gatineau, and you know, and then I think there was some other dude that was an entrepreneur. Like how? What? How? Like th- th- there's therapy out there. There's people that are talking about it. There's there's information yeah. out there to help us. But
1: it's hard. But when as it's
0: black people, better
1: than you that. You know, you just have to keep on. You have to be strong because these are the how do we that-
0: break yes. that stigma? Because it needs to be broken.
1: Yeah, but that's I really don't know if we, we're going to have an answer. But I feel like, though, I don't know if we're going to have an answer for us other than reach out and go. We the be aware of the tools that are available to you, you know, it's, it's, it's available. You can use it. And I'm I'm always thankful for, to be in a country that somewhat take care of, takes care of, of of their people because, you know, we could have been in a country where they, we don't have, you know, health uh, access to health or access yeah. to all these things. And now we've yeah. been disastrous, but because yeah. we're like somewhat like here, you, you know, I, I'm always like, when I talk to my friends and I'm like, okay, I'm able to take a month. And even my brother, my brother is, lives in South Africa is in the States right now for like a job. But Mm -hmm. he was telling me last year, went through it, but it was all like, it went through it, right? It was only able to have a week, a week off. And for me, I'm, I'm having a month. Yeah. To just deal with my my brain that's breaking, yeah. uh, and being able to still provide and not have to worry about the finances yeah. that's major. Because most it of is. the time people are not able to do that because they're thinking, oh, if I do that, I may not have access to this or that in the third, right. Yeah. So, for being able to to be afford to have those things, we need to start taking advantage of that and maybe First, being less yeah. worried about performances and that's also one mm. of the the traits that i find that as african especially when we thrive in these environments we are we even pride ourselves in being like performance you know like you yeah. know i'm doing all this i've achieved all this you know like it's like a like a race almost right cuz what
0: does it bring like cause, i cause get we,
1: it yes it, it does not bring much when you're not happy at, or when you have to sacrifice something valuable like it your health sense. or your mental health to be yeah. there right yeah. cuz that's that's good and all, but are you happy? <laughs> yeah, you know, that's are you happy?
0: Are you happy? You know,
1: so um, for me, maybe us, we won't have the answer. We won't be able to correct it. We'll only be able to maybe soothe ourselves with all the tools that are available. Mm-hmm. Um, we maybe just have to have this conversation a bit more within amongst us, amongst us, yeah. amongst us, right? Because yeah. I, I I hear you talk about it now. I'm like, yes. You know, yeah. um, I have this conversation with like, even like I was talking to mom earlier today to my mom and, and I was telling her about, I was afraid. Can you imagine? I was not afraid, but I was reluctant to tell her that I was taking a month
0: mm-hmm.
1: away mm-hmm. from from my work, mm-hmm. you know? Cause I was like, oh, she's going to ask me a bunch of questions, but she didn't. Mm-hmm. I feel mm-hmm. like even her being back home, They're starting to hear a bit more about it, right? And my mom has been in the workforce, so she's kinda like aware of these things. Yeah. Maybe Mm -hmm. they just didn't have the structural, you know, um, you know, set up to to kind of do and implement all these these tools or all these these systems. But mm-hmm. when I told her, she, she was like, "Yeah," and then she gave me the proper term in mm-hmm. French. She's like, "Yeah, yeah, tu prends congé maladie." She gave me a, a term that you know they use back home because she was also a. a, 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 a Syndicalist. (laughs) She was also Mm -hmm. a union rep back then. So Mm -hmm. I was happy that I was able to tell her, and she, like, you know, she's like, yeah, you need to take care of yourself. My brother, same thing. When I told him, he was like, yep, you do what you gotta do. And I I feel like we just have to push for this conversation, and then we have to not shame people for being, like, deemed people weak because they they, they, maybe they have it, maybe a, um, Come on, disposition, predisposition. Like, maybe yeah. they have a not a tendency because I don't want to call it a tendency, or just maybe psychologically, they're just designed they're not to, well, have, yeah. To, yeah, to have more of these. You know, they're maybe yeah. too sensitive. Episodes, so we, yeah. we, we really have to not shame them. Or make them feel like, oh, they're weak for, for being like that. Because that shit can happen to the best of us, right? Because yes. like you said, you can you can put up a front for so many years and have that one episode that just takes you out, you yeah. know? And you've been good all these years, like, camouflaging all these feelings. Yeah. But yeah. you get to a point where you're like, I can't do it anymore. And maybe the yeah. one person who's also always prone to, like, having these breakdowns they are actually able to deal with it as they come right and the clearing mm. clearing the, the 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 traumas as as they come or as the triggers come. but because you've been always you know, trying to put up a facade when it comes, you don't recognize it. And when it hits, it hits hard. So yeah. I feel like for us maybe it won't be, but I feel like we now have to change our approach to our next generation. Hmm. The way we soothe their pain, the way we listen to our kids, the way we
0: <sighs> So start starting from like our children's
1: yeah,
0: you know, generation, the way that we communicate with them and yes. we bring them up.
1: The way um, we
0: allowing them Yeah, allowing them to express themselves
1: are you Um, a safe space for your kids like that's always been big for me like coming from a, a big family where we like our parents attention was divided it was not their fault right like i mean yes we had community yes we had uncles and aunties and you know all that but our parents were our parents and when we required sometimes their attention 'Cause they were so busy providing for us. I felt like we kinda missed and I left home I was eighteen. So for me it was even worse <laughs> mm. because I started feeling it a little bit later in life where I felt like yeah, I didn't have much of my mom, you know? Um mm. I didn't 'cause my mom worked, my dad worked, he worked really hard. Um, mind you he had provide. seven kids plus nephews and nieces and you know, to provide for. So I feel like that quality of, you know, parenting or that, and even I'm, I'm, as I'm saying, like, you know, you feel like your your needs are not met. It was also due, partly due to that, right? Mm-hmm. Or my feelings not being heard was also mm-hmm. because they were, they didn't have time. Yeah. Like, who has time to do that time seven. They themselves, mm-hmm. like, were not, equipped for all of that, right? So it goes- Do you think
0: they didn't understand the notion of feelings and emotions?
1: They sort of did. Because I feel like my parents, I I like to think of them like progressive. I feel like our our parents' generation was different from their fathers, right? They, They might not have grown up, like gotten that from their parents, but they tried- they really tried. I feel like we kind of grew up in a, in a place where we could talk to dad and he would understand her and things. But imagine having that times seven. That's impossible. Do you really think that they had time to sit like with one of us individually and listen to her, blah, blah, blah? they, they I didn't have that. I have that with my kids where like, I know on Sundays they would come in my bed. We we'll would chat, or sometimes I will go in her bed. We'll chat for an hour, and they my, my oldest loves it. Or when we like we're doing some things in the kitchen, just her and I, and she'll ask me questions. We'll chat, and sometimes she has deep questions, and but I have time mm. for her, and mm. I respond to those questions, and I love it because every time she'll start, she's like, "Mom, I love." Like
0: this. Oh, so I know okay. I'm doing something
1: That she would carry in, And she knows that As much as she's still young And she has a lot to learn I'm always fascinating and I make sure that she knows that I'm fascinated by the question that she asks that because ask. for me, it means that she has a lot going on in her brain. In her mind. I'm like, oh my God, there's no dumb question for me at all. Mm-hmm. And I actually like that you asked me those because that means that you're thinking of that. It means that you're curious. Mm-hmm. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: for me, it's, it really would start with the next generation. For us, yeah. it will just be, you know, finding <laughs> what we can to soothe ourselves, Right. And to kind of just take care of ourselves, it's not bad. Take care of yourself. Um, Take care of yourself, for real. And taking care of yourself is not selfish.
0: Thank you. Indeed. It's not. (laughs) It's really not. Because if you don't take care of yourself, like, who else is going to do it for you? Like, literally, tell
1: me. Who's going to do it? But it's not that that evident. It's not that crystal clear, let me tell you. Because even for me to say that, I say that, but... I've caught myself feeling guilty for like doing things that I'm supposed to do for myself.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I definitely like. I definitely get it. But I, I, for me, the way that, <laughs> the way that my breakdown happened, mm-hmm. the way that I literally like broke down, I promised myself
1: you don't want to go back there. No, Damn.
0: because if that happens to me again, I'm not gonna be here. It was. It was very dark. It was very, 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 very dark. You know, to the point where it's like, if I if I didn't have this belief in the divine and in God, mm-hmm. it would have been very easy for me to just be like, okay, I'm out. Mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. when you get to a place where you could, you're mu- like, you're just ready and you don't care and you just want to just go. <laughs> like, I don't, I, I don't, and I don't wish that upon anybody you know so for me I'm at a place where when I know that the waves Mm -hmm. those waves those ways are coming Mm -hmm. I stop myself I need I stop whatever that I need to stop so that I could I could just like literally be still and take care of me yeah. because of that experience that I had and and it it wasn't cute like yeah. <laughs> it wasn't cute you know to the point where you're driving and literally you 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 stop in the middle of the road because you have no idea where you're going Damn. you leave your house Knowing that you're going to point B and then you literally, and and the thing is, anytime those 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 uh, moments would happen to me, it's like there was no cars around, you know, like, mm. see, I I was always like, it was always like at a safe moment, you know, so I definitely know that, you know, God and mm. angels or whatever that surrounds me has been there with me but it was just too dark to the point where even now I'm going back to work my mat leave is over I told them oh. I cannot do full-time anymore
1: good for
0: you and initially they were like oh um we don't like you know your contract doesn't yeah. allow like it's a yeah. full-time position I'm like yeah. well I cannot this is what I could do and if that doesn't work then we need to figure out where where y'all going to put me (laughs) because I I just can't, I'm not ready to go through something deeper than I did. Like already just recently in the month of March, I had like a mini breakdown. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Was it March or May? I don't even know. Like, me 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 and see yeah, I'm, I'm
1: really proud you of you know? for you standing and then you know you're not being afraid that oh what are the consequences you know what I don't care god anymore. would provide for you i feel like if you're a believer that should be the first response to that anxiety question or you know that oh my god if i do that because i i know for me it's a big deal right because like, oh that's it if i do it I'm signing my, you know, career yeah. suicide. Like people yeah. like to say it. I'm like, yeah. But really, no. like, what's, what's, what are you good for if you're not here a hundred percent?
0: That's that's the thing, right? Like, you're... talking about God. I know that we're actually running out of time, but oh. <laughs> I would just want us to briefly, kind of, okay. So for me when it comes to like God and and everything, I, I think like by now the whole world knows that like my some of my beliefs has shifted mm-hmm. and is 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 definitely different from what I believed in a few years ago. Mm-hmm. And um One of the things, one of the reasons I think that mental health wasn't a big deal back then when I believed the things that I believed was because we were taught in religion or in church that, you know, like God is God gonna heal you. Like, you know, I just knew that I had an emotional problem. I didn't know what it was. I called it low, like my emotions are like Mm -hmm. out of balance. Mm -hmm. So I, I I remember I went to like this thing called like healing school, not healing school. They they had yeah, I went to healing school, but they had like a Healing, um, a faith. I forgot what it was called. It was this program that they did in church where like, you know, you go and they share the word of God and apparently you're supposed to like take the word and the word is supposed to heal you and that was it.
1: I like that apparently. <laughs> <laughs> say 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 how you really feel Emma. No, <laughs> yeah, no, like that's, the, Tell
0: us that's, how what, you that's feel. That's what I believed, you Lord, know, and that's yeah. what I really believe. But sadly. Just the way that I think we teach in some churches, the way that they teach about like um certain issues that we have as humans. It could be dangerous. I don't know. I feel we don't really take mental health as something serious. Like it seems as if it's just like, oh, it's it's, it's just it's just it's, it's uh, a warfare. I don't know. It's just
1: it's a, it's a warfare. It's
0: nothing it's, like it's something that's gonna go away. Like no, go it, and pray, it, it, you well, know? Like go yeah. see God's face. You go know. Ahead. Like go and fast for forty days. Yeah. Um, go. And it's like certain things don't happen just by fasting for 40 days. It doesn't happen. Back. Sometimes all you need is literally like to sit down and have a conversation with somebody about the experiences oh. that you've had. Oh, no. And and for me, I think that was like a big blow. <laughs> like all of these years I've been going to church seeking for help because I was all over the place. but. You people kept telling me to pray. You people kept telling me that I had an evil spirit. You people kept telling me all of these things that it wasn't even that. So how do we work that out? um,
1: There's no mechanism to to come on the encadre. To take care of of people in church. They, they, they still don't the re- to... yeah you know to, to they do not recognize it as as a real issue but I feel like it just depends of where you go and it, it depends on depend where you go yeah it, it depends of which community that you're in I feel like yeah. churches that are mostly Africans would yeah. be you know, like where there's more African, they will be less sensitive. Again, going back to that cultural thing, they'll be less sensitive to that. You know, they'll just be quick to dismiss it and be like, yeah, you just have to pray a lot. You know, it's all warfare, you know, and then you will have tr- warfare. it's oh, warfare. Yeah, that, I, I, I can't stand that word anymore. <laughs> but <laughs> but um, there's also... Um, that if you're going to a church that's more Western or, you know, mm-hmm. Canadian based, like mm-hmm. my church I, I used to go to, they take it seriously. They do. Yeah. They do have, they will pray with you, they will take care of yeah. you, but you will also feel that they understand the sensitivity understand. of that issue, yeah. right? Because yes. they, maybe it's more common, again, because it's something that they're, they deal with, they talk a lot about, and their, mm-hmm. their, their, their awareness around the issue is real, right? And And it's maybe something that in their own personal family or communities they've lived through. I had a pastor who had lost a child to suicide, you know, Mm -hmm. and I know a lot of us in our communities would have been almost shamed for it. How come you, a pastor, would have had something like that happen in your home? But no, I didn't feel like it was the case. You know, she spoke of it. It was hurtful. It was painful. But Mm -hmm. she also understood that it was an illness that the person had, right? That mm. could, could be recognized as such, not yeah. something that's you know coming from I don't know some mm-hmm. you know weird your, power. Your or
0: whatever. Your, um, your your grandma's yeah no
1: <laughs> exactly. It's like no, it it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be all weird and mysterious. It's something. No. Some people actually, it's chemical imbalance. Some people yeah. it's traumas and some it, it, it has a name. It's yeah, mental man. health and yeah. mental illness. So yeah. you have to take care of one not to have the the latter. So it's yeah. like I felt like in, in those churches, it was serious communication yeah. after, you know, they provided resources for people who needed help with that. You know, they mm-hmm. would give you numbers and they had their little network that they had. They would send people to, you know, so it was yeah. it was real help, you know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, and I've I've been the last church that I was in. the The pastor actually was a psychologist, and I, I
1: remember. Yeah, um,
0: yeah, she. You know, led me, helped me a lot in yeah. in various ways, and her church has really like helped a lot of people. Yeah. Um. But anyways, personally, I left church because of my own personal. Yeah. Patience, the, yeah. 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 You
1: know? yeah um,
0: and it's true that it does depend on where you where you go you to go, church or yeah. where you worship, because there are places that that do take these things seriously. But when we're looking at our African communities, it's
1: different. Communities, we still have a lot of money. No, not we're not many. equipped for that. Because, again, it goes back to that conversation that we had, right? Where it's like, be fine, you know? You know, where you're just being told, like, be strong. Yes. Ça yeah. va aller. Hang there. Tiens fort, tiens bon. Like, ça c'est que je commence à détester entendre. Like, I, I don't want to tiens bon. Like, I have tenir bon. Like, if I come to a yeah. point where it's like this, it's because I can't anymore. Yeah. You know? Because I,
0: I think sometimes we also don't have the words. We have what to say?
1: Yeah, you know, don't say you don't anything. Know it's say. like I feel you. I i am here, and and that's part of the training that I'm saying for us. It will just be to learn new mechanisms, right? New and mechanisms. then new new language. Have more awareness about the issues. So like if you're more aware of how the people who are suffering with that feel when they go through whatever they go through, you would know, you would be aware of how to communicate around the issue. You would be aware of you know sensitivities, you, you'll be, come on, desensibilized, you'll be more, you'll, have, I can't find the word in English, but you would have, you will, you would have a little bit more compassion, right, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you would now understand where they come from, mm-hmm. they are not weak, because they have mm-hmm. this, you know, they mm-hmm. actually maybe were trying to be too strong, mm-hmm. that they got into a point where they couldn't anymore, because, mm-hmm. you know, we're real people, uh, with real souls. And, you know, mm-hmm. and when the soul is suffering, it's something, it's it's yeah. different from, from a scar that you have, and then you can yes. patch or whatever. So yeah. you, you, we have to have this conversation where people understand how these things work. And, you know, awareness, it's really what we have as a tool right now, is just to keep on having these discussions. And even with our parents, where we feel like we can't have the discussion with them,
0: I, I'm I'm just wondering. Have you ever thought about um, creating a platform to help the African community with the mechanism that they could utilize when it comes to mental health?
1: Hmm, not really. That'd be interesting
0: because I think you're good. You're good with language. You're good with well. You're you. Anyways, it just hearing you talk. That's really just, good. Um, that's a good
1: start. because it, it's good because I'm always wondering. You know. I have so much to say on certain things, and I just don't know where to go and how to start. But its I've never really thought of it that way. But I also know that it's really a subject that really... right? Um, I've, I haven't gone through it. First time around, I didn't know what was happening. I really didn't. I thought I was just tired, blah, 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 until sort of breaking down every now and then. <laughs> you know, you, you'll just sit down and also hormones. But... That. That. Mm
0: yeah
1: that's another day hey that's okay (laughs) so it was a combo it was it was that was that was that was really a killer but yes it's it's a subject that's really always been yeah why not i've never really thought of it but it would be really yeah yeah i like that (laughs) Maybe I should that. Yeah. 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 Create awareness. That's where we, we need, need to start. Yeah. We need, we need
0: to take off the, the the notion of shame. Like it's just the shame behind it. And, you know, one last thing that I'm going to share is I had a, one of our previous conversations. Um, one of our guests was talking about her mental health challenges and when she went back home. You know, she she one of the things I helped her was sharing. Mm. But a lot of the people that like her family members, for them, when you talk about like mental health, they see it more as like, you know, when you're like crazy mentally yeah. crazy. Yeah. Like literally come. Oui, like, uh, well, uh, but then <laughs> yeah, but, but
1: not like that. Not, yeah. Not yeah, 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 I know, yeah. I know what you're saying. Like, yeah. When you tell people to go mental, mental they're like, uh,
0: Yeah, so really, you know, helping us, uh, helping our community, really understanding that, one, there's nothing to be ashamed of. Two, they're not the only ones going through the experience, even if they're not sure if it's mental health or whatnot. Even like just seeking the help.
1: It's going to be really like for us, African who live abroad here. You know, Western world. I think it's easier because we get it now. We live through it. Um, maybe we are in societies where we have help for it. But I still, I still believe for people back home, the conversation will really be different. It has to be um, approached. On a different angle, you know. Yes, definitely. definitely. Oh, because but it, because,
0: needs be oh, yes, it needs to be approached. Oh, yeah, it needs to be approached. You get it? It, it needs is. to be approached. And and okay. I, in Ghana, I do see that you know trying to bring more awareness um, when it comes to mental health. I think that it's really great. Not everybody really understands it. Um, there's this one popular girl. She has um, bipolar, and the thing with her bipolar is like it's very evident you know when she goes mm. into her like her manic attack it's oh. very evident you know mm. so um she 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 has created some type of awareness but then you still have that group of people that are just like ah this she's girl crazy, her crazy self Yet. again you know
1: because because you know, and that's that's the thing too back home i feel like the only way they recognize that you have an anthem like a mental um Illness or mental need is when It goes to that other extreme They don't know the the in between Or the beginning or the actual Just maintenance of your Mental yeah. health because that's not a, It's not because you're maintaining your mental health that you have a mental Illness that's, that's yeah. two separate things yeah. You know so you can be mentally Ill but It doesn't, or you cannot be mentally ill, but but you can have situations that require you to have a maintenance. And I think everyone should have like a mental, like maintenance, like, you know, just like we go to the doctor's or, you know, I feel like a cold. Okay, no, you need to do this. Just rest and sleep and drink more water. Mm -hmm. We need these things, you
0: know? Can you, going or you already going through a, a burnout and experiencing it again, can you give? Like just maybe two or three things that you've done in the past that has helped you um or that you know that helps or maybe you haven't done yet, but that could probably help um somebody else out there that is not sure,
1: so the first time around, I wasn't really doing much, and because I was on the break, also because I was pregnant. So like I had medication. <laughs> I was medicated. Mm-hmm. I had rest. You know, um, and I had a lot of laughter. I like, you know, I stayed away from the news and stuff like that. So I did like small things, like small changes that I could do at the moment, at the time. Uh, But this time around, I feel like um, fitness, physical fitness, like Mm -hmm. working out has been a new thing. Like I've introduced it. Like I wasn't big on that before, but mm-hmm. since like two years ago, I started like being more diligent and more, you know, disciplined. Mm-hmm. And at first it was really because of my physical health, like mm-hmm. required it because I had so many issues that, you know, I needed to do something about. Mm-hmm. And then eventually transpired that it was helping me mentally. So mm-hmm. I got hooked to certain exercises and stuff like that because it procured so much. Like, and then they, 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 they Science people would explain to you how it actually works. I found this mm-hmm. clip on LinkedIn that a lady who was a neuroscientist, was mm-hmm. explaining how it affects her brain with, with mm-hmm. all the chemicals that, you know, you produce yeah. when you're like doing workouts and stuff like that. Yeah. And that gets you hooked, too. And you see people who go to the gym, they kind of like like going to the gym. That's one thing yeah. that I never understood before. I was like, mm-hmm. why do you like working out so much? I hate it. You know, maybe because I didn't have, I wasn't doing it enough to get hooked yes. like that. But now I'm because I mean, oh, my God, I have maintained a certain like. And some days it's hard. Like, you know, some days I wake up, I'm like, I know I want to do this, but how do I get on my mat to actually do it? I just, <laughs> but until you do, you do it, you don't feel great. And then yeah. after much, you're like, I knew I uh, had to do it. Uh, yeah. yeah. So it's something that you're now going after. Mm-hmm. It became more than just, you know, me gaining muscles or, you know, toning up my body. It became mm-hmm. more of, my God, I feel good after. Like, I love stretching. Mm-hmm. I love a good stretch. Like, I have mm-hmm. days where it's like, today, it's stretching time. Stretch I wake up and I do that. And I, and my walks. I need it. nature, nature and sunlight. I'm a, i am cannot stress that enough. I knew I loved nature before, but now it's my medicine. Some days I'm stressed out. I'm pissed. I'm mad. I'm anxious. I go out at mark every time I've noticed, I, eh? cause I've been noticing mark 30 minutes. So I can't go for less than a 30 minutes walk. So now it's like at 30 minutes mark, I I, I would, I, I would really like, I remember one time I was walking and as I was hitting my 30 mark, my 30 minutes mark, my face was defrowning oh. and I started laughing. I was like, Oh damn. Okay. <laughs> I caught myself just going from a like stressed out and all mm-hmm. t- tensed up to just like, mm-hmm. and I was thinking of something like, just like, you know, my, my I was wondering in my head and stuff. And then, I was just smiling and then I caught myself smiling and I was like, Oh, I'm smiling. Yes, yes. I was like, oh, it kicked. Yes. And some days I'm like, I don't have time. I'm just going for thirty minutes and then next thing you know, it's an hour. It's an hour. So I need to be out. So some form of I feel like everyone should have like it, and then fitness is that thing. It's not one size at all. Like I hate when people are like, "Yeah, you need to do this to lose weight and do this." Yeah. No, you'll find whatever works for you. And I feel like yeah. you only see results when you're starting to enjoy it.
0: Exactly. That's so true. I started going back to dancing, actually. Exactly. Yes. I realized when I started my my fitness journey, um, yeah. it was great because I had a trainer. He was amazing. amazing. I oh, really wow. love training with this dude. And he's like in Toronto, I think, or not here anymore. Oh. Um, And we kind of lost touch. And All right, I had like a virtual trainer, but it's not the same That's as the same like thing. a physical person, you know? Yeah. And I think for me, like I remember, I remember when we would go like training. I I, I get what you mean, like yeah, you could feel the worst the At minute worst. that you're done. It's like it's like
1: a different day. Yeah, you can go conquer the world.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. But you know, one thing that I started to do, my husband oh. thinks I'm a little crazy. Well, he's like, yeah, you, you're, you were born and like you grew up here, so I understand why. Yes,
1: I know, I know you what know, people me. usually say about it. Like, huh? I stand in the rain. <laughs> it has a cleansing effect. I, d- I totally understand that. And for for I someone who likes nature, porn? I totally understand the weirdness of
0: it all. He's like, ah, oh, me, I grew up always in the rain, so I don't need to, I, to go stand uh, in the yes, rain. Yes, I, I don't, don't feel it's,
1: it's, different, it's different.
0: Yeah. No problem, me. I need the rain. <laughs> So you
1: stand there, yeah. Oh, there's so there's many things coming through it. my mind, but we gotta go. Yeah, we gotta I know. Go, we gotta go. Yeah, but that, go. those are the things. Like for the question that you asked, those are the yeah. little steps and the those things that I, I've I've done. And you know, podcasts and shows, and I I try to always educate myself on what's really What's available the out there and you know what are the things and then big things that are make you don't don't dwell in in the problems try and see the positive in even even the worst of situation there's always something positive happening so yeah. if you can hang on to that yeah. i think one day at a time one That's also been one
0: at a time. So Fido, um, this is a game that I started to play with my my guest. I have a series of seven questions. They're kind of just fun questions. Um, mm-hmm. And a <laughs> surprise, yes. And um, I would like for you to choose from number one to seven. What will be your question? Seven. Number seven. Muhammad Ali said that he is the greatest. Who is the greatest to you?
1: Boy, Jesus Christ. Mm. <laughs> That's, that's spot on that's the answer that i have in my head all right yeah jesus christ is your greatest yeah well this is <laughs>
0: thank you yeah. so much fido for joining us today it's always an amazing time uh with you on here and hopefully we keep having you
1: <laughs> yeah I'm always happy to come back honestly you know and I, I, just, I and like I said I didn't want to tell you that I was going through whatever because I knew you would have been concerned and so this this is actually good that I'm talking about it and thank you so much for having me I'll always be happy to come back
0: yay 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 <laughs> Right, we're out, we're out. hey thank you so much for tuning in today we do hope that you learn a thing or two out of this episode kindly follow us on all of our social media platforms and yo something great is happening look out for our website coming out fall 2022 take care see you next thursday